Welcome to the Not So Men So Nice podcast. I'm Jess. I'm Jen. We're two grown ass adult children here to talk about life and all of its blunt and not safe for work hilarity. With that being said, let's elaborate. The Not So Minnesota Nice podcast is rated R for really awesome, raw honesty, completely unfiltered and unadulterated. If the words vibrator or offend you, turn back now. You've been warned. Can I just say how awesome it is that we can hype up to that? Like, you feeling hyped? Woo! Yeah, let's do this. Yes! Yes! Welcome back to another episode, guys. Hi! It's been a minute. (laughs) Just a minute. I mean, there was some fevers and things. <laughs> right? And of course, because of the craze of coronavirus stuff going on, like, <sighs> we kind of avoided everybody just true. to be careful and safe and figure out what was going on and waited until fevers broke. But yeah. anyways, no. um, so I'm really excited about this one. Today is basically Jenny's like pick of topics like we we talked about this a few episodes ago like we had a general idea of what we wanted to talk about over the next few weeks back then and of course we've talked about Jen's love of villains all the villains in past episodes Mm. so yeah yeah let's do this shit do this shit villains that we we love to love love to love I think we're gonna skip the news for now for at least for now because we we got such a great response from you guys yeah. um i'm not tr- the only person who loves villains right on twitter uh that we actually ended up breaking this episode or are going to be breaking this episode into two parts and all of your guys's awesome comments and responses and everything will be at the end of the next episode yes Right. Yeah. All shout outs and stuff will be it then. Got my shit together. Right? <coughs> yeah. Yeah. Yes. All right. Okay. Okay. Mm. I can do this. Yeah. You're <laughs> taking the lead because this, this is this is you. Yeah. Well, then uh, we have to have banter still or I'm going to cry. Nah. Okay. So first thing that we'll dive into is uh, an article from Wired.com. Uh, Why do supervillains fascinate us? A psychological perspective written by Travis Langley. Um, And then... Uh, see now I like don't even know where to begin I don't want to just read this like I want to actually talk about it right so psychiatrist Carl Jung believed we need to confront and understand our own hidden nature to grow as human beings which okay that makes sense right I mean I've even seen um, facing your demons of sorts yeah there was a um, international women's day post today this is on topic Um, it's cool and it was uh, Blake Lively talking about how like as women like we don't have to always be these like perfect prim I'm a good girl type like we can embrace the fact that we have darkness as well as light and that's what makes like people so dynamic well right exactly and it makes sense that we'd like supervillains more too like focus on them too like mm-hmm. you find those things that you that they project that you're like hey right <laughs> That's a, yeah. like I like you alright <clears throat> so next one uh, Sigmund Freud viewed human nature as inherently antisocial biologically driven by the undisciplined id's pl- pleasure principle to get what we want and when we want it born to be bad but held back by society which that's pretty frequently recognized one. 
Yeah, I mean, if we, what's without that? calling it the id, I mean ego, whatever you want to call it. Well, yeah, I mean, <laughs> no matter what, like if we didn't have laws to keep us at bay, how many of us would be out doing way worse things that we already do? Well, like, and there's plenty of shows that that kind of like that movie. That. What was that movie? Where it was like one day a year, there was no rules and people could like oh. kill and rape and Pillage, everything. Do everything. Yes. Well, I mean, even when you look at like a Clockwork Orange yeah. or um, what is that one? Oh my God. <laughs> do we have this? We reference it all the time. <laughs> it, it, it's, um, it's an older movie, Lord of the Flies. Oh, yeah. And book. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yep. Where there's, I mean, it's Chaos Range, right? right? Yeah. I, absolutely. I mean, like, or even more recently like the walking dead society collapses yes there are so many people who do such evil things well, yeah if you look at but, i mean it's z- just zombie survive, right? apocalypse and oh yeah everything any pop, 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 apocalyptic apocalyptic movie? situation <laughs> yeah oh yeah. hard fucking word <laughs> yes <laughs> apocalyptic apocalyptic you got it Yay! fucking a <laughs> go just go woo Okay, I've been up since five, guys. I'm tired. This is why I'm talking most of this. Although I'm like looking at her, like, am I doing okay? Am I You're doing, doing okay? great. I just my voice, oh. it's going. <laughs> Don't let it get too far away. We have things to do. I know, including a deal breaker at the end of all of the shebang. <gasps> I'm so excited. <laughs> shebang, shebang, bang, 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 bang. bang. <laughs> Spe- speaking of the id, um. <laughs> Humanistic psychologist Abraham Maslow held that people who haven't met their most basic needs will have difficulty maturing. Some people who are unable to overcome social shortcomings fantasize about obtaining any means, good or bad, to satisfy every need and or greed. Okay, fair. It's like that whole Arrested Development thing. Great show. (laughs) I haven't actually watched that show. You know, when it first was popular, I was like, this is the stupidest thing I've ever watched. And then I went back and watched it once, like, the hype died down. And I was like, okay, I see you. (laughs) Well, it's, like, shameless. Yeah, I can't watch that one. I just, it doesn't do it for me. I can't do it. But I've watched episodes here and there because my husband watched it or whatever. And and they were good episodes, kind of. Like, the first episode, you see the dude from uh, Reba's like full frontal and I was just like holy, holy shit, shit what the f-? and I just I couldn't get over it <laughs> like, you were hung up on a little, little thing <laughs> oh I shouldn't say that I haven't seen that episode it was so of adequate know. size okay. <laughs> <laughs> all right well there's no Kevin Bacon in the shower but wild <laughs> <laughs> well, thanks guys <laughs> okay anyways <laughs> Ivan Pavlov would say we can't learn to associate supervillains super with other things we value, like entertainment, strength, freedom, and heroes themselves. We can learn to associate. I'm sorry, I said that wrong. That's why I, was, I was looking at it confused, like, what? Wait, you're like, um, so, I disagree. Oh, wait, wait no. no. <laughs> I disagree with myself, but that's because I said can't instead of can. Um, yeah, definitely, we, we, we do see those little things inside ourselves, and you, yep. you get a like a friendship almost um behavioral behaviorist bf skinner <laughs> would likely argue that we can find it reinforcing to watch or read about super villain super villains why do i keep saying villains <laughs> villains but without knowing what's reinforcing about them that's a bit like saying it's rewarding because it's rewarding which is actually i mean for some super villains so for some villains that's totally it like it's that's how totally it reminds me it's rewarding. of that movie um 
<laughs> oh. Megamind. <laughs> oh, hell yeah. Okay. Fair enough. Like, you know, he like feels like he can't be good, so he's going to be really good at being bad, but he's just being really bad at being Be- bad. bad. Yeah. <laughs> like, well... As long as you're having fun, buddy. He fucking tried. I guess. <laughs> he did try. I was actually, when I was looking at my list of, like, writing down who I wanted to talk about, I was like, he's not really a, like, Megamind wouldn't be a villain. He's like an antihero. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Which, I mean, <laughs> we'll get to some of the picks for my list that don't count when we get there. Because there's a lot of anti-vil- like antiheroes oh, that are awesome. Like, and you can't really consider him a villain. Because it's not black and white. Because it's not black and white. Yeah. Exactly. All right. So. Moving um, on. <laughs> what, what specific rewards, needs, wishes, and dark dreams do super villain, super villains. See, it happened again. <laughs> super happen villains satisfy. I need help. I need an adult. We need an adult. <laughs> <laughs> super villains. <laughs> we're, we're just going to make that a thing. <laughs> sure. <laughs> kind of like, like scallions. When, I don't even know. Or when your phone autocorrects to ducking and you're like, I'm going to leave it. I'm going to leave it. <laughs> Fucking leave it. It's funny now. Duck. Duck. <laughs> All right. Losing my shit. Um, Freedom. Power. Payback. <laughs> Wait. No, 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 no. Blaming no. victims. Oh, She's you going want me to. Too okay. Fast. I'm going to. Super too villainy. Feels liberating. <laughs> See, I didn't know. are fucking it. great, guys. All right, all right, all right. I'll go back. Freedom. Super villainy. Feels liberati- liberating. Liberating? <laughs> <laughs> I give up. I can't run a podcast. Just help me. <laughs> uh, power. Maybe you envy the power these evil characters wield. While that's also a reason to adore superheroes, good guys don't ache to dominate. That's true. And sometimes the villains have way cooler powers. That's true. That is <laughs> or true. Or more henchmen, minions. I mean, there's a draw. Minions. minions. Oh, Despicable see. me. He's an he's an anti-hero that I, I really want, like. I want you to be a villain, but you're really not. He tried so hard. He to tried be. so hard, <laughs> but he ended up being a really good hero. And that's it's like that day cook movie. skit where like he's talking about crying and looking in the mirror, like you did your best. You did your best. <laughs> you did your best. <laughs> All right, payback. Yeah, uh, the part of a person that wants payback might appreciate villains' frequent schemes for revenge. Um, I was talking to Claudia earlier and we were talking about how we really love a good like revenge plot. Okay. Like the movie um, Enough with J-Lo. Like she got a whole bunch of horrible things that happened to her and then she got her revenge. Right? (laughs) Yeah. Um, What is that movie? Bubble Nuggets. It's fine. No, I don't think it is. But maybe. (laughs) Maybe. From Breadwinners. We'll get back to that. Terrible. (laughs) Anyways. (sighs) All right. Ooh, I can do shaming. this. Blaming victims. Psychologist Melvin Lerner observed the just world phenomena, a common tendency to assume victims must deserve to be victims rather than believe bad things happen to good people. The worse the tragedy is, the worse we tend to think the victim must be. So there's actually a really good um, example in the article that has to do with Hannibal Lecter. Um, you know, he, he eats this guy or whatever, kills and eats this guy who just happens to be kind of a shithead. Mm. But he also eats the rest of his family who are probably innocent, normal people. Yeah. But we just kind of like our sight, our 
psyches like they were probably bad people too oh yeah you know yeah like, right it's just we, we don't phenomenon. want well i think at that point we, we just don't want to think that somebody could be that truly evil right. to to not be like yeah. discerning discerning yep exactly <clears throat> um all right better villain than victim psychologically anger activates us and feels better than anxiety or fear mm. fair yeah <laughs> as someone who is extremely anxious agreed <laughs> right um a better villain equals a better hero hero only appears as heroic as the challenge he or she must overcome great heroes require great villains without criminals batman has no one to hit and superman's a flying rescue worker searching for people to save from wrecks and natural disasters <laughs> without super criminals ha they use super criminals all right sorry the world's finest heroes seem like overpowered brutes from <laughs> nabbing thugs unworthy of them which is totally true that is totally true yep. I and mean, heroes are i mean honestly you know you're they're defined by their excessive force <laughs> they're defined by what they end up actually accomplishing. standing up for the villains here no. i know i get it <laughs> i love villains for many reasons Okay. <laughs> she's just like over here beaming it's adorable <laughs> i have a smile that's so big right now <laughs> all right facing our fears instead of dreading the darkness you might reduce the dread by shining a light and seeing what's out there uh if you think of some of the documentaries that have come out on some of the serial killers like the ted bundy one mm -hmm. things like that um you know the more we shine a light into dark places the less scared we are of the dark yeah that makes sense um but yeah so that hey, okay be it's informed like right knowledge of power sort of knowledge is power at least it feels that way um <laughs> exploring the unknown knowledge is power at least it feels oh. like it <laughs> learning more about ted bundy and the unabomber helps us feel less vulnerable to others who'd commit similar deeds when gritty details repulse us exploring evil through a filter of fiction can help us contemplate humanity's worst without turning away or dwelling amongst Dwelling almost voyeuristically on real human tragedy. Mm. This reminded me of that movie, Cannibal Holocaust. I don't think I've seen that one. Oh, <clears throat> okay. Uh, like it's, it's one of those movies that I feel like no one should be, no one should watch. It. It was. It's <laughs> oh. so okay. It's like Blair Witch Project okay. style, where they they filmed it to be like a documentary, and then they even had all the actors go into hiding afterwards to add to the illusion that they were actually like raped, murdered, eaten. I think I saw the preview for that. <clears throat> okay. And the only reason I sat through it and didn't even look away once, as much as I wanted to, was just to like prove to myself that I could. Okay. But holy crap. Like, it's just, like, every possible, like, evil thought that you could think wrapped into a movie. Okay. I kind of want to see that now. I remember the previews for it, and it did look scary. Right? Like, yeah. it's, it's, one of, it's like, complete mindfuck. Okay. But... So it's kind of like watching the original Saw the first time before all of the other shit? Yes. Yeah. Or, like, seeing um, Hostel for the first time, like, before yeah. it became such a big craze. Like, like, the Hills Have Eyes? Is that what it was that, called? Oh, that one was fucked up. Yeah. yeah. Um, so I guess if you're really into horror and you, and you want to, like, test your threshold, that would be one. But, I mean... What is it called? Cannibal Holocaust. Holocaust, okay. And I feel like the creators of that damn movie could be considered villains that <laughs> we love to hate. <laughs> like, why would you? Yeah. To push those boundaries. That's yeah. what they do. We're going to make Jen watch it and 
get back to you guys on that. Sweet. Why is this so loud? Angry at us today. Your computer is so mad. (laughs) I'm not going to try and make the noise. No, that's silly. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Any hoser? Um, So are we going into why we love villains then? Um, yeah, I suppose we can just leap into the next article. Yeah. The nice, this one is uh, from cinnamonthread.com, Why We Love Villains, written by Dan Johnson. Um, it has several different points of why we love villains in movies, I think, more than anything, but I mean, mm-hmm. it's Cinema Thread, so. Um, but yeah, um, the world needs villains. The, in the narrative realm, nothing is more essential than a good villain. As an agent of chaos, the loathsome foil foil to the lovable hero not only defines the protagonist but also serves as a metaphor for the larger terms of a world built on disharmony well i feel like it kind of goes back to that like you can't have light without dark Mm -hmm. you know like you don't you don't know what's good if you don't have evil like you have to have your yin yin and your yang. Exactly. There has to be a balance. And a yeah. good balance. It ha- it can't be like a shitty balance. Oh, yeah. Because that throws everything right. out of whack. It just, well, and it, there are definitely movies that you can tell that either the antagonist was handcuffed to a role that they didn't quite fit and it didn't work out. Mm-hmm. And even if the protagonist was amazing, it brought down that whole thing. Right. You know, um, there's there was a really, wa- a really good one. Um, I was reading about it earlier because of our list what was it um kiss the girls oh ashley judd did all right morgan freeman did amazing mm-hmm. and i love love him carrie but he's, carrie old yeah no. l l, l- yeah he's got a hard last name <laughs> but princess bride dude Elwes. yeah yeah Elwes. anyway Elwes. love him right was difficult to see him in that role because he just wasn't quite in it he and i think part of it was the scripting yes i really do because he's creepy and i love and i love that movie but i definitely see where it fell flat yep yep yeah exactly. absolutely like the whole concept behind it was wonderful it was executed well the casting was definitely off um but it could have just been his level of commitment like Might you were been. saying like because well, he is creepy. He he was really creepy in that movie. He had yeah. a really good, like, a good uh, aura about him, mm-hmm. you know. But, like, and I think it didn't help, too. Ashley Judd was good in that movie. But I don't yeah. think that role was quite right for her either. I So, like, it was really hard to have her be that, that victim slash heroine. Right. Because it was just a weird role for her. Yeah. But, you know. But the book, have you ever? There's no. A, okay. There's a book. It's a good book. I think, book. I think the book would scare me. I don't <laughs> I don't uh, well maybe it's it's different than the movie enough where it might not okay I mean there's some descriptive stuff obviously oh, right. but like you'd probably be okay okay anyway yeah moving on anyway um all right <laughs> and love them we do yes we do <laughs> no it may be hard to stomach the idea of loving the evil stepfather cruel neighbor or jock stooge who have made the various stages of your life a living hell silver scream nemesis have a magnetic appeal <laughs> like in how i met your mother bernie stinson when he's talking about his favorite character in karate kid it's the bad guy oh yeah yeah i can't think of the dude's name right now <laughs> we had a whole thing about that too yes. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay but it's so funny like it's like no <laughs> the karate kid's the real bad guy i mean kind of it's all about perspective right it is mm-hmm. uh, deep down inside all our well-behaved shells are primal beasts who envy characters that do not have to comply with the mandates of social order truth 
as a spiritual credo, this freedom is profound as an on-camera tactic. This liberty is ent entrancing. Ooh. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh. Imagine everything bad that we would do if we were super villains. <laughs> tank. I want a fucking tank, Jen. <laughs> oh. It could be great. It could be great. Invisible plane. I'm a huge fan of chaos. So like, <laughs> yes. I I got a whole bunch of things. <laughs> I've got psycho psychologically psychological disorders that apparently mean that things are a little off in my brain. That's fun. Yeah, you know. <laughs> I think it's why I love villains so much. I, I there's a connection there. Right? Anyway. <laughs> this is why she says I can't be a princess. Anyways, um on an I am a dream killer. <laughs> <laughs> on an acting level, villains can utilize a much broader toolkit than your average hero. Everything is on the table from dark humor to subtle guile, emotional manipulation to feigned catatonia, imp impotent rage. Yeah, I said that right. Okay. To deliberate threats. <laughs> a good villain confronts the fact that his or her much loved way of life is being directly threatened. Mm -hmm. What makes a truly wicked villain is a sense of infallible self-righteousness in the face of external threats. Ooh, like that show revenge. That a good villain. Anyways. Mm -hmm. If the wicked are cu culturally valuable as icons of everything we despise, they're priceless as tools of perspective. Now an intriguing idea if you've got the ears to hear it. We are all somebody else's villain. Shut up. I know exactly who. <laughs> There's always someone who hates you and that sounds terrible. I hate that though. But it's true. It's true. I mean somebody can just look at you and just not like you. Hate you right off the bat. Yeah. yeah. Maybe And I hate that. <laughs> you know, I mean we do our I just best hug everybody. <laughs> to be the wise and to get along with everyone. But I mean the fact of the matter is is to somebody that's offensive and yeah. they don't like you for it. And it's true. Maybe it's, you know, you keep doing something totally unconscious at work, at, like tapping your pen, and someone absolutely despises you. I have it. an entire blog about <laughs> keyboard smashers yep. because I would be working and all I could hear behind me was <laughs> like just <gasps> the loudest clacking mm -hmm. ever. And I'm like trying to have a phone call and it's like grinding. Yeah. So <sighs> I think it was just, I didn't like the person actually. But that's just fine. like you're <laughs> someone's hero, you're also probably someone's villain. It's fair. Balance. It's balance. Yeah. Even the best among us have moments of outright deplorable behavior. We all want to be the Luke Skywalker, but sometimes we're Vader for a day or two. And if we don't clean that mess up, we have a way of becoming Emperor Palpatine. <laughs> I love that line. Like that part of that article. I was like, I have to read that. <laughs> right. I have to. Oh, my goodness. Freaking amazing. <laughs> oh, that is amazing. I'll have to put all of that in the show notes. <laughs> well, I'll make sure you get the articles to post too. Yeah, well, and luckily now that we're outlining, I can copy and paste most of our notes into a blog on the website. There you go. Yeah. Nice. Awesome. We're trying to spiff things up for you guys. Yeah. So, I don't know. Is there anything else we want to add? Should I continue with the next article and then we'll go into the next episode uh yeah we're gonna kind of introduce the second part we're talking about you know we also should maybe list a couple of villains that we love to love okay you know what that's this is a good time for that list yeah okay yeah i like it um because the next part of the episode part two is villains that we love to hate because there is a difference and you will hopefully see with our answers. 
Mine are definitely okay. different. No, it's cool. I get it. And you get just love. Jen just loves all of them. Like she doesn't even love I to hate them. She just loves them. I I can't hate a good villain. There are ones I don't like because they're shitty at being villains. That's fair. Okay, that makes sense. But but uh, see, like yeah. it's not a love to hate relationship. I just love to love them. I love you. <laughs> I'm the dark to your light, Jess. You are. <laughs> see, yin and yang, guys. She loves to love them. I love to hate them. Actually, I mean, I ha- we'll see. Okay, you go. You go. I, but, okay. Okay. So, of my favorite villain list, I will start with the one at the bottom. Sure. Uh, the Fisherman, a.k.a. Charles, Charles Burnside from Black House, written by Stephen King and Peter Straub awesome villain there's a whole another story on top of a story on top of a story because it's kind of ties in with the whole dark tower thing and it's like a whole thing but in any event the character that they wrote was amazing and he's just so fucking evil and you're just like how are you that evil but he's so amazing awesome the fact that he just awesome faces it and like a He's just see loves and, that he's evil. See, and that's <laughs> one of my love to hates is a character very much like that. Um, and Jessica Jones, the K- Kilgrave, David Tennant's mm-hmm. character, he's I just love him. right. He's just so unbelievably amazing in that role, and he's so unbelievably evil that I love to hate him. Okay, all right, I get where you're coming from. I guess that one could have probably been on my love to hate list because you don't love who they are as people. I mean, right? He's a he kills children so like and that's the same thing with Kilgrave like that's why like I don't want to love him he uses children like I I love the concept of his evilness but he's just so good at being bad I know so that's why you you love to hate them so now I have to skip that one (laughs) (laughs) but no it's good because like I wanted to be able to explain without yeah it's cool you do you boo (laughs) okay Muriel from Hansel and Gretel the witch hunters Nice. Played by Famke Jensen. Oh my God, I love her. That movie isn't the best movie ever. I'm not going to. Nope. Right. But she's so amazing at being an evil witch. Like, yeah. just love her. And even some of her like lines and her looks. Her looks just make that shit. Nice. The way she looks at people. Mm-hmm. I love that movie. Um, <laughs> uh, John Doe from Seven. Played by Kevin Spacey. Mm-hmm. Just, it was such a weird role to see him in, but he did a really good job. Right? Yeah. Um, Costa from Taking Lives, played by Mr. Ethan Hawke. Oh, very good one. That's another one that you're like, what? <laughs> you know? Yeah. Like you don't know. What? Uh, and of course, I have, well, pretty much every role Gary Oldman's ever done. <laughs> <laughs> That's as a, fair. As a villain. So I actually put down. Jean-Baptiste Emmanuel Zorg from Fifth Element and then Dracula from <gasps> Bram Stoker's Dracula. Both my, one of my, you know, on my favorites list. And then Dracula from Dracula, the Netflix TV show. Klaas Bang. I cannot say his name and I'm pretty Klaus? sure I said it wrong. No, it's it's not Klaus. Oh. It's C-L-A-E-S. And I did the pronunciation thing. And yeah. it, it's, it, it's like Klaas. Okay, cool. <laughs> anyway, love him. Mm-hmm. Cannot bear a bit. Oh, I, love that. <laughs> I love that show. I love him. He's got some great lines in that one. Um, Ursula from Disney's Little Mermaid, the cartoon, voiced nice. by Pat Carroll. Love her. Um, and the way that Pat Carroll did with the voicing and everything just made that character. Yeah. Um, Hans Gruber from Die Hard, of course. Yeah. That's on mine. 
John Milton from The Devil's Advocate, Mr. Al Pacino. Oh, God, yes. I, I loved him <gasps> in that movie. <laughs> I totally forgot about that movie. He's so yes. awesome in it. Just. Oh, my goodness. Okay. Yes. And then uh, the Vlad Tepes, Dracula from Castlevania, the Netflix TV show, uh, mm-hmm. voiced by Graham McTavish. And then. <gasps> I love Graham McTavish. Uh, yeah. Love him. He's on Outlander. Okay. Or was. Was. Oops, He's spoiler. Got an amazing voice. Yeah, I know, right? He really does. Um, He's also on Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> I also really like Isaac from Castlevania, and I cannot mm-hmm. think of who he's voiced by off the top of my head right now, and I'm going to kick myself later. But I don't know if he qualifies as a villain so much or an anti hero. It's hard to tell. Yeah. So I just left him off my list, but I love him. That's fair. Mm-hmm. Honorable shout out. Honorable shout out. Well, honorable mention. And then my last <laughs> one that I'm just going to throw out there now is um, Tack or Kali Entragian from Desperation, written by Stephen King. The book, not the movie. I haven't actually seen the movie. But Excellent. I, that character is terrifying. Yeah. Fantastic. <laughs> That's awesome. So, love them. Um, I, well, I guess I really... <laughs> Um, what villains do you love to love, Jess? The Goblin King from. <laughs> well, okay, God, friend. hell yeah! <laughs> see, that's another one that's kind of an antihero. I see, and that's why I was like, whoa. I mean, he's definitely he's set up to be the villain. He is, yep. And he makes it difficult for her the entire movie, so he is technically the villain. Yep. But I love to love him. <laughs> that's all right. That's okay. He's David got Bowie such a great. <laughs> you just love the cod piece. Oh, that's um. not all I love. I mean, the hair, the sparkle. <laughs> He's just... His personality in that movie was amazing. Right. The way that he wielded that power, that character, and just was like fantastic. Even the the non vocal, like the, the just gentle nuances of him mm-hmm. in in that character, like he just he. He portrayed it so well, and it was so believable. Oh, and yeah, yeah even so. the like way that he d- deliver lines. Yes, you know, like the the random. They're not whispers, but they're real quiet or yes. like commanding, and mm-hmm. like it's it's amazing. Like the, it's like an almost like breathless, commanding presence. Even when he sings some of his lines, you're just like, "Fuck yeah, <laughs> right? I get it, man, I get it." <laughs> like I'll be a goblin. Yeah, right. Like, <laughs> Take me with you. <laughs> no, what's, what's the thing from um, Hunger Games? <laughs> like, I volunteer. <laughs> there you go. There you go. Take me. <laughs> <clears throat> anyway. Um, would you save Toby or would you stay with the Goblin King oh, damn. as his bride? <laughs> oh, see, it's a deal breaker without it being a deal breaker. I would save the damn baby. Of course. You, and you'd still be with the baby. He'd just be a goblin. That's true. I mean, my parents would be pissed. <laughs> You'd never see them again. Who cares? Oh, that's fair. Yeah. This is why I'm the dark team. Like, <laughs> <laughs> you're me, guys. Yep. I'm just gonna go run away with the Goblin King. Um, yeah. I mean, I could have listed a lot more, but <laughs> we're running out of time now. Who cares? Go. That was a tangent. Oh. Still go. I well, I, the other ones I have are love to hate. Oh, okay. Yeah. Fine. Well, because I was gonna say Denzel's character, um, Alonzo Harris in Training Day. Oh hell yeah! Like Denzel alone is He's unbelievably gifted. Yeah, exactly. In whatever role, like I, I'll always say to anybody who mentions Denzel, like name a bad Denzel movie, and they just like look dumbfounded for a second. I'm like, yeah, you can't, you can't do it. <laughs> so like seeing him, <clears throat> seeing him in that 
dirty cop role and everything like that's why I ended up wanting such to... a schemer. Yes. You don't think about it when you meet the character. You're like, oh, this guy can't make two moves ahead of his, you know, thought. No, yeah, exactly. Totally. Oh, it's well done. Yeah, absolutely. But that is more of a love to hate because he's know. kind of an abusive prick. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. You know, dirty cops aren't cool. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> for the most part. <laughs> okay. I get it. So, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Those strippers, though. <laughs> <laughs> dirty, dirty, dirty boys. Or girls. Take your pick. <laughs> yeah, we don't need to Nope. <laughs> I like how you just threw your glasses down. Like, Jen, I'm done. I'm done. Get me out of here. I'm done. I'm going to lose my shit. <laughs> All right. Well, let's close this one up for now, and then we'll start again with the next one. Yes. We, do- we need to clink some shit. Can we just... Find a thing, clink. (laughs) (laughs) Clink.